Hey guys, welcome to the Inting Podcast. Today, I have my new co-host, Danny. What's good? <laughs> and from now on, until future episodes, me and Danny will be co-hosting it and we'll be talking mostly about Valorant. And of course, we'll be dabbling in other news regarding esports. So with that said, uh, let's get into the biggest news that lately a lot of people have been talking about is with Doublelift and his beef with Andy Reginald. By the way, he... He expressed that he only dislikes Andy. He does not like... He never said about TSM. It is about Andy, the CEO. That's essentially the head. So specifically him. No, only him. He literally expressed it because he says he met a lot of people and he's still really good lifelong friends with a lot of people in TSM. He just doesn't like how he is micromanaging everything. So he expresses... Well, they have a serious meeting, by the way. During playoffs in league, mm-hmm. they would have an... A serious meeting about how t- making Reginald or yeah, Reggie not come to team practices or any of that because he would verbally abuse them. Because if he, like if, he would just tell them, I don't want this kid at my practices. Or not, not at the practices. Mostly he would just think that he would act like a head coach. But I'm like, that's not your job. Your job is the CEO. You're not. So he owns the whole company. But he's coming in trying to coach the team. Yeah. Even though that's not, like, he's, like... Or if they lose to, like, if they're number one seed, like, last year, they lost to, like, CLG, who was, like, really bad last year. And then rumor were that he, whenever they lose to a bad team, he just fucking loses it and just make... He's made people cry because of his... (laughs) Straight up. He just fucking goes in on people? No, no, straight up. he's He's made people cry. And then that's where, for a longest time, apparently... Everyone has been feeling that because he's he's TSM. That TSM is the biggest org in the world right now. Mm. Nobody can really say anything to him. So, Doublelift coming out, it's like, holy shit, what? Yeah, he's going off. No, yeah. So, with that story, how it goes is Doublelift never wanted to retire. Okay, one of the other star, Bjergsen, that was a mid laner for them, he retired, right? And he mm-hmm. became the head coach. And Doublelift was like, hey... I don't my, I still want to play. I don't want to retire. I'll still play. So what they did is instead of do you know one deal with Sword Art that was huge? Yeah. yeah it was yeah. about the six million dollars. Yeah. So there uh, so the Sword Art actually called Doublelift and was like, hey, I'll i I'm coming to play. I wanna I'm gonna come to TSM and play with you. He's like, all right, perfect. Mm-hmm. Then the management team and Reginald was like, hey, uh, we might actually not get him. So he's like, What? Well, why is that? He's like, uh, yeah. the f- something might happen. Deal might not go through. Uh, we, also, we don't have a top laner and we don't have a jungle. Uh, we don't have a mid laner. Are you still committed to the team? I'm like, and he's like, what the fuck? No. First of all, nobody, nobody fucking wants that. Imagine your, your boss is like, yeah, uh, two thirds of your team, uh, two fifths of your team is actually like not there. Uh, are you still cool with that? Yeah, it's like dropping like half your team, and you're like, oh, you so you guys still want to play? Yeah. So funny no. enough, the day after he Doublelift announces retirement, the next day they're like, yeah, we got we got sword out. Low key. The next day. Literally, I'm not. You should look at the post. Literally, the next day they say, oh yeah, sword art. Uh, we got sword art. I'd be fucking fuming. <laughs> I'd be fucking. So they fuming. dropped him, or he left. And then they're like, "I right, we got your boy over yeah. here. And he's like, bro. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? Apparently, <laughs> Andy ha- Andy doesn't like, uh, just has an ego, apparently. R- this is all rumor. I'm not saying this is true. 
in Doublelift's term, he has a big ego and he just didn't want to work Doublelift. And he's like, Doublelift wasn't mad. He's like, at least just let me know. Just tell me that you don't want to work with me. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't care if you don't like me, but just say it. But he made this whole thing just push him back and forth. It's like, dude, I never want to... He's like, I enjoyed streaming for a year. Don't get me wrong. He said he enjoyed it. But like, the fact that he's like, you made They're this whole situation... dirty. No, no, right? straight up. Like... Because the thing is, he's one of the best AD carries. He's one of the best AD carries in the LCS. Imagine like you just like it's kind of it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. So for a whole year, he held that in, and then out of nowhere, he just talks shit. And he's like, "Dude, like, fuck that guy." Like he just publicly like just talks shit about him. No, on his streams, he was streaming League of Legends. He's streaming. He's like, "Yeah, fuck Andy." And I'm like, Dude, "He's like, what the fuck?" Everyone was like, "Wait, hold up, what?" Because the thing is, he signed to them as a content creator. Okay. So the funny thing is about that is you're a content creator. You're signed under TSM and you're talking shit about the CEO of your org that you're being content for. That they're literally paying you to yeah. make content for. Well, how he worded it when someone on Twitch has said that he worded it. He's like, uh, it's more of a business deal. I make him money. They make me money. It's a business. I don't want to. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's does. I don't have to like you in order for me to make business to make money with you. Mm-hmm. So it's essentially that's how it was. So it's funny where this whole situation is going down, but uh, for oh, essentially that's what's going on. And right now, did you see the? Uh, he actually came back with a Reddit post. Did you see that Reddit post? I didn't see it. No. There was a Reddit post where he actually come. He actually in detail explained why they. What's the whole situation with Doublelift? Okay. Doublelift re- reacted to it. It's like yeah, two paragraphs of this is complete bullshit. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? He's like, like, he fucking lied. <laughs> no, no, he's like, for real, he's like, he's like, um, he, so Double F in the past has had problems with like with players and he's had issues or he's like toxic, but he's like, he's like, yeah, I've been an asshole, but I've never been Andy level of asshole. Yeah, he's like, there's a line that I've never, or, yeah. or there's a threshold that I've never made to. Yeah, so like he was like, he would talk shit, right? And it's not a bad thing. He's like, yeah, talking shit is not a bad thing. Yeah. It's like, it's fine, right? As long as you apologize and you don't mean it by heart. But what how he says Andy does it is he makes you feel like a piece of shit. So mm. there's a difference. And that's where mostly things concluded. Nothing else happened afterwards. But it still kind of sucks that like... Because TSM went from signing the biggest org deal with $210 million with an FTX, right? Making this whole thing, right? Yeah. And then, like, now it's coming out as a CEO is toxic. By the way, he wasn't the only one because Double have said he got plenty of DMs from former TSM members and current TSM management Oh, so team. he's just, like, a douche to everybody? Yeah. It's apparent- not just him. But thing is, they can't say anything because... He's got is, the money. TSM is the biggest org, and you don't want to burn that bridge with TSM because you can make yeah. a potential business deal with them and all that. So that's why nobody has talked about it and that's why nobody says anything they just brush it off or they just leave the company right mm-hmm. as a whole yeah so double is tech- essentially the first person to really be like yo i need everyone to know the ceo is not a good person okay and to be honest unless andy comes out with like anything regarding that admitting it you know saying he's changed tsm is going to be in a fucking bad spot because if i have to work for an asshole and yeah, then nobody's going to want to play for them and it's like Imagine like yeah, imagine like you, like why don't you just find if you're that good of a player that TSM wants to have you? I'm pretty sure like other orgs would be more than happy to pick you up. Yeah, like, it's like would you take the salary that's like would you take a bigger salary to play with an org 
that has a CEO that's very micromanaging and like to touch, uh, like always touch upon things? Yeah. Or would you want to go to a more laid back org, but with less salary? It's it's a situational thing to be honest, but I don't I don't know what the future of the org looks like with that. But we'll see. Maybe it might maybe it just might blow off, or just maybe nothing would happen. But essentially, that's what really happened. See, now I'd be interested to see like. Is that what happens to their Valorant players as well? Like, have has anyone come out from that scene? Because I'm surprised because TSM, like, hasn't really been performing amazingly. Mm -hmm. And, like, I want to, I'm interested to see if, like, they're hearing it from him as well. So, apparently, so the thing is, Andy came from League of Legends. He was a League of Legends pro. And he made, he found a TSM and he was a League of Legends pro, right? Yeah. And then he came up to it. So I don't think so he would have any say. Because imagine you're a League of Legends pro and then you're like, you're playing Rainbow Six or like Apex for them. And then your CEO is telling you what to do. It's like, dude, you have never played the fucking game professionally. Yeah. It's, I don't think so he said it to other... I think it's strictly it's just... It's just league, the League players. But the thing is, the League team makes them the most revenue. Because League is the biggest game in the world. Yeah, so he's going to be uh, harsher he, on them. I think it's more harsher on them. Because like compared to like Apex or Rainbow Six... It's not as it's not as big as league. It's a big game, but it's not as big as league. Yeah. So I don't think he and he can't say anything because he's never been in a professional level in those games. He's only been a professional in league. So as of now, this is only coming out as a for the league team only. Okay. Not anything else. So. Interesting. And it's just essentially that's the whole story. I mean, as of now, there's no. It's been a standstill. No, Andy hasn't replied. Double hasn't talked about it even more. So it's just. Everyone's just on their own at the moment. Yeah. Which is uh, interesting. But we'll soon. If, I mean, if anything happens, we'll talk about it. But as of now, uh, you've seen the Valorant roster moves, though? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I still can't get over fucking FaZe Clan just dropped everybody. So I, I, <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, so they dropped Baby J, right? They're like, all right, Baby we just drop. No, no, it was Baby J. Baby J. Baby Bay is still on the team. The Opper. Yes, the yes, opera. they dropped everyone but him. Baby, So, a Baby Bay, he stayed, right? Baby J, yeah. they officially dropped. The other three, so Corey, Raucous, and... Fuck, who was the fifth one? I know Zachary? Zachary, right. Yeah, yeah. So, all three of them, they're exploring options. Came out, Raucous is now the new Sentinels head coach. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was like... It was odd, because I didn't know if he wanted to stick as a pro... I, he, they said they were exploring options, but I didn't expect them to explore options or him to explore options. And uh, I'm gonna be a head coach. Yeah, you would think he'd still want to like keep playing and stuff, right? But so because the thing is, they made it, they did really good in Masters one, right? They got second place against Sentinels and Masters when they're like, all right, you guys got something to do. Yeah, failed to qualify for Masters two. Okay, it's fine. Failed to qualify for Masters three. All right, what's going on? Marv went to Envy, and then Baby J subbed in for Marv, and that whole team's like, all right, yeah. the core is still there, we're fine, right? And then they lost They lost the first round in LCQ. It's like, fuck. Dude, remember when FaZe was hot? I remember them in, like, like yeah. when they first, like, started playing VCT, they were, like, popping off and yeah. shit. Like, like they, they, they were a scary team to go against. Yeah, At, like, what the f what do you think happened? Uh, I think just the meta shift because like you can't just go only jet because you see more players like going off jet more of a sense because because now they know how to counter jet now because before jet was just broken all right her dash uh, her on op but then they when they nerfed her they mm -hmm. gave her two smokes they the right click of the knives you can't get regain it anymore yeah I think because 
that's what scares me about a team that has like a primary jet quote unquote one trick. I think I think that really goes for like any agent. Like it's like remember when Valorant first came out and Cypher was busted? Oh, so yeah. like if you were a good Cypher main on your team, you could like just win defense like yeah. for free pretty right much. On C1 and it's like I mean Cypher wasn't hit as hard as, like, Jet was. Like, I think the nerf to the Jet ult really kind of, like, fucks a yeah. lot of a lot of people because, mm -hmm. like, that sh like Jet ult can literally turn games around because you could just win your Ecos. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, I definitely think it's insane that, like, teams were literally relying on their crazy Jet mains then, like, to push them ahead. But like, that's, yeah, that's the thing. I think maybe it... So the thing is, like, Wardell, everyone said, oh, Wardell's a, a jet one trick. So you see them on Ascent. They started playing Sage. Wardell was on a Sage, but he was still wielding an op. Yeah. So he was like, all right, he knows how to play other agents. But Jet has essentially is necessary on every team, almost on every every map on every team. It felt like Jet is always needed. If you have that what gen, uh, like that one jet one trick, it's, like, hard. Like, yeah, you see 100 because, because, like, Jet is just designed in a way that, like... I don't know, like, her movement, it's not even, like, it's not her movement, it's that, like, she doesn't have things like large recovery times. Like, people that have teleports, like, say, Omen, he can't entry because he's vulnerable that whole time while he's teleporting. Or Yuru, you just see where he's gonna go, so you just yeah. fucking kill him. It's but, instant. like, Jet's the only one who has a kit that can, like, entry in the way that it does. Like, you mm -hmm. just smoke and you dash into it, and what are they gonna do? right through the smoke and hope they kill you well that's what i'm saying i think that's one of the i don't think that was one of the reasons why tsm kind of fell off a lot it was more of just like their comp as a whole was so outdated because at one point they during like the uh, like early in vct they ran like triple duelist it's like you'll never see that now yeah you would never see a triple duelist unless they get buffed to like an oblivion you would never see that but then they they had to adjust and then the team kind of fell off they benched cutler they brought bang by the way, for like one stage, they bought him for like a playoff and then they dropped him again. I mean, a lot yeah. of things could happen behind closed doors. We don't know anything. Maybe team just didn't synergize about well with each other. So that's why maybe they dropped I think, him. You think uh, part of uh, like TSM synergy had or like lack of performance has to go from Wardell just playing Tarkov instead of Valorant? Like, <laughs> yeah. I love, I, love the, I love the instance where they were like, yeah, I mean, during like play, during like a match, he would just play Tarkov. And I'm yeah. like, dude, what the it's fuck? Like, isn't this guy like supposed to be your carry? Like, what the fuck? It's just like the balls on him. It's like, I think it was like uh, the round of 128. I remember like they were like mid, they were like between maps, right? They just finished map one. And then mm -hmm. Wardell was playing Tarkov right in between. Yeah. He was like doing like a factory run, which is I was like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> but then now he yeah, that's actually fucking hilarious. Just the fact that like, he's just like, uh, I don't know, man. But I don't, um, I don't know why. But the thing is, funny enough, you know, what, going back to Corey, he's actually right now trialing, quote unquote, trialing for TSM. So he's what the, do you mean? Like a lot of players. So when they go into free agency, they can be like, hey, I want let me let's do a few scrims. So they scrim with a team. Of course, they sign a contract. I don't talk about it because like yeah. And whoever scream, I mean, it's just known. Hey, if you're screaming with someone, just don't talk about it because you can have a setting in in your thing like do doesn't show your customs. Mm -hmm. you, don't, you you don't have to show your custom settings or your custom matches, so you're fine with that. But then in 
So he's technically trialing because someone from L Luminosity, Tig, he was trialing, but then they're, it, they stopped. So I'm guessing he was just never fit. Do you remember Rush from CSGO at all? You yeah. Know? yeah. So he was rumored to was trialing for TSM for Valorant. There's rumor that he is moving to Valorant, but no official statement. So there's that going on. And there hasn't been any news. George Giddis dropped it where he's saying Rush is still trialing for them, but there has not been any news. Then Corey's trialing because Hayes just recently moved to NRG. Mm -hmm. By the way, he wasn't, he didn't leave. He was dropped by them. TSM dropped Hayes, their main IGL. So then now. I find that really interesting. There's like, I feel like if this happens in Valorant specifically. A lot of the IGLs just get dropped first. It's like. I think Valorant as a game is hard to IGL in. Because... Like, I mean, I guess it's new. I mean, it's like over a year old now. So, I mean, but like, remember like the first like major drop in Valorant was when uh, the Cloud9 dropped Shinobi. Yeah. And it's like, why are you dropping your fucking like. Your IGL. It's, it's like, oh, the IGL isn't performing. It's like the IGL isn't supposed to be your fucking jet main who's yeah. getting frags all the time. Mm -hmm. And like. I feel like that that's been going for like a bunch of the teams that have gotten gotten rid of them. They're like, oh, they're not performing. It's like, well, this guy's got to micromanage everything because you're he's the one who's really coaching the team during the game. Yeah, because like I think with unlike CS:GO, where it's like, all right, we're gonna rush B, go through banana, one go through med. All right, that's it. It's like, no, all right, can you throw throw a Molly med, throw a smoke in heaven? It's like you gotta worry about abilities plus what they're doing and plus you're lurking. So IGLs definitely have the most heart. I think because. Another people saying like, oh, why he's not performing? It's because Shazam, he's technically a jet main, plus he's an IGL. So that's why people are, I think that's why a lot of the misconception comes in when, with an IGL. You can't have like Shazam, because for Sentinel for a long time did not have a coach, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you can carry, you can put that as 10s carrying the team, but that's a whole different story. That's a whole different uh, argument. I don't think so. He just, I think that's just the team itself is just good. But because everyone looks at Shazam, he's like, look, what? he's an IGL, and he and he he jo uh, he's like a jet opper, and he's a uh, uh, like, and he do and he frags out. It's like, yeah, but it, that's you like half their team. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you can't really. It's like difficult for him as well because what if he's like bad calling, but then he has it's it's a whole different scenario because now you see for T one Curry, he IGLs for them, and you see him play Reyna a few times, so. Mm -hmm. CS uh, with Valorant, I mean, it's hard to IGL, but I think a lot of it is just because of the fans. Just They don't know how to actually play in a competitive level where they don't understand. It's like, hey, the IGL is supposed to micro macro manage everybody while trying to like make a plan. Make a plan. Of course, that's where the head coach comes in finally because now Sentinels have a head coach. Now all that stress of just making a game plan goes to the head coach. Yeah. But we got to see the i think champions is december 1st so there's that as well other new uh what other news was there i think uh steel actually uh rumor is to sign with t1 because they're going through a major overhaul they drops uh, a rumor has it drops this good oodle and now brax is the official content creator for them i think he just dropped him because like t uh t1 i mean i we haven't really heard much from t1 at all they haven't yeah. been really making they made making they made, moves. They made noise in beta, and then they're in like the blizzard. Um, they didn't like they 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 made moves in beta, and like we haven't really heard much from them since. Yeah, nah, they they have that they have they haven't done shit afterwards. So that's that's the funny part about it, which is like, 
Yeah, it's like a T1 is like a very big org. They know they're known for their league team and of course that, but unfortunately they I mean what have... org isn't known for their league team at this point? Shit. I mean TSM I no TSM is known for their TSM is like literally stands for team solo mid. Yeah. Like <laughs> they literally revolve their name around League of Legends. So it would be awkward. That'd be awkward as hell. What if just League of Legends died as a game? Like nobody starts playing it. It's like, what does TSM stand for? It's like, oh shit. Of a rebrand. Team suck men. <laughs> Team suck men. <laughs> so, so, I, I would wonder what their name would be. It's like, I would hate to change my name to like, or it would be awkward because I, I, I don't think so League is ever going to die. It's just going to be that one stagnant game where it's always going to have a lot of fan base. Especially during like the eight, uh, in like. Well, I mean, Korea. Arcane came out and shit. Yeah. So it, so it's it's like a decade after League, more than a decade after League has come out. So yeah. I mean, like they're still expanding the platform. Well, it's just funny because I think that was the first anime kind of TV show they came out with, right? I don't remember any. I don't know any other TV show they really came out with. No, nah, the most like, they came out with those like shorts and stuff like yeah. throughout, but. Yeah. Out, and then like the world's music themes where they have the music videos for that. I yeah. Think that's it. I think. Or they like keep getting Imagine Dragons to write weird <laughs> songs for their champions. <laughs> Danny hates reason. Imagine Dragons. Why do you hate Imagine Dragons? Bro, they're like objectively like not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do you think they're not I don't know. Have you like heard their music before? <laughs> <laughs> they're not that bad. I love how everyone on the internet went from Nickelback being the worst band. It's like the meme. Well, where because they... Nickelback doesn't make like relevant music if they even make music anymore. Yeah, but like... it, went f- it went from Nickelback to going and then like it's like a passing of torch. Now everyone hates Imagine Dragons and they think they're the worst band but i'm like they're not bad i mean the new music video with league was fun was good yeah but how much do you think was on imagine dragons end and how much do you think was on riot writers end <laughs> you really think so huh <laughs> oh, yeah no nah, I, I i i think they're a good band overall they're not that bad danny hates them but you know you <laughs> What kind of music do you even listen? What kind of what do you think? Who do you think should have replaced Imagine Dragons? Who could have replaced them? Literally anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine they get like literally little Uzi Vert to, to rap it. They, they get like, like, like Playboy Cardi to like <laughs> say some shit that nobody knows what he's fucking saying. You said like you imagine they get like a fucking uh, a pitbull. Oh, it'd be raps, bro. I'd I- I'd stop. Supporting Riot as a company <laughs> if they got Pitbull to do their goddamn world's video. Watch next year, like fucking Beyonce is gonna start, uh, let's do a music video for anything but Pitbull, bro. <laughs> Honestly, League, uh, Riot has enough money to pay any producer. Just, yeah, make a song for us. Yeah, they're like a multi billion dollar company. But uh, for overall, I, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, Do you see the. What episode are you on on Arcane? So where I only finished the first episode so far. Oh, you haven't watched it? I didn't know Jinx, uh, Jinx's name was Powder. I think that was a stupid name. <laughs> Dude, wait. Why was... It? And then they didn't clarify at all why her name was Powder. Like, the fuck? That was the one thing that that was I was questioning the whole time. It's like... And then I didn't know why she how was... Do you, how does a child come out of the womb and you go... Powder. <laughs> That I don't understand as well. Then I was like, why is her name Jinx? And then everyone just keeps calling her a Jinx. And then I'm like, oh. And then I'm not going to go into spoilers, but then episode three explain, like, explains why she is now. But it's a good show. You definitely need to watch it. 
but for overall, I like I like it. Yeah. <laughs> you left because we were watching it, and then you were like, "Yeah, I'm I was tired. mad tired, and I went home and I laid in bed for a minute, and I was like, "No, I'm not tired anymore," and I started playing League <laughs> because I had work at six a.m. and I'm like, "Man, I'm at least watching. Fuck it. What time did you have work? Eight. I, I left at like ten thirty. You could have squeezed in one more episode. I could have. No, but oh, I'll cool. I'll get around to it eventually. I don't know. It <laughs> takes me forever to watch shows. Yeah, you. We just. I mean, you recently just got into anime too, as well. I mean, like a couple months ago. Yeah, it's just finally. that it takes me forever to finish shows. Like I said, like it took me like two months to watch fucking Your Lie in April. <laughs> but then you. But the thing. Then you watch Weathering View like four times. Yeah. Because you were like, yo, let's go watch Weathering, uh, Weathering You in the future. Uh, well, the it was theater. in theaters. Yeah, but I'm not going to watch it. It's, I watched that show already. You made us watch it like three times already. That's not true. <laughs> that is. You kept asking us. And then we watched it once in your house. And then you wanted to watch it once on Discord. And then we were like. When did I want to watch it on Discord? You asked us. You were like, yo, you guys want to watch Weathering You? I'm like, dude, no. Because <laughs> it was in theaters. Yeah, but then you asked us like after that. You were like, do you guys want to watch Weathering With You? I'm like, no, man. Nah, I asked if you wanted to watch your name. Not Weathering With You. <laughs> I love how like you recently just got into all these anime, and then they just surprisingly started getting into theaters. You definitely pulled the strings, huh? Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, but back to the Valorant news. Uh, what do you think of Chamber? <laughs> Have you watched any of them yet? I don't know. I feel like he's either going to be a huge problem or he's going to suck. I haven't, I haven't played like the... Uh, public beta thing or anything mm -hmm. so i don't know like how that's gonna go but either he's gonna like yeah he's gonna be a huge problem or he's gonna be dog because he's got like a yuru kind of tp mm -hmm. and like everyone thought that was busted when it came out and then it kind of sucks so you know? actually uh apparently it's just a it's a jet 2.0 everyone's saying because his tp is actually instant but so how essentially his kit works you have to put like two teleporters instead of instead of like Yoru just it moving. You have to actually place it. And the thing is, it's not that far and it's loud. So someone can break it and you can't teleport. There you go. It's half your ability. But it just has op because it... It, it slows the area around it, you, right? It, it, your movement is of a marshal and you shoot an op. Oh, really? You get yeah. that much movement speed? Yeah, you have that much movement and it's an op. Is that his ult though? Or is that, that his ult. His ult is an actual op, so in, yeah. you, your ecos are going to be amazing. So you can you can eco around, and then you'll have an op as an eco, which is how many how many shots do you get? You get with? five, but if you get like three of them, if you get like three people and die, all right, it's a two uh, it's a two v four, and then they can play retake. Oh, that's an op that the other team can't even pick up. And they can, yeah, and they can't even pick it up. And then you have a sheriff that's a one shot headshot from any range, and you get and you it's a hundred each bullet, but you get up to eight. So. Is that it, it? So he just has the sheriff, the TP, and the op. Is that? Yeah. Or does he have something else? And then too? he has, uh, like, uh, you know, like, you know how Killjoy has her alarm bot. Yeah. So then her, uh, then he has an ability where it like, it's like an alarm bot, but it stands still, and then it just shoots like a slow, and then you're slow for a few seconds. So oh, then, so it makes it even easier for you to hit the op yeah. shots that slow the. Yeah, yeah, you get slowed. Plus, then you can just throw, a mo and then someone could throw a molly there, and then you're you're just burning while you're in the molly. By the way, his ult after every time you kill him, he makes an AOE event, uh, AOE where it slows you. Yeah. So if you get shot and then your team is slow trying to run away, you can shoot him more. Yeah. Which is like, dude, That's what the ridiculous. fuck? 
pros are saying that he's not gonna be broken or replace anything, but I'm calling fucking cap. That's just gonna I, be broken. I don't know. Like what I he's either gonna be busted or he's gonna suck. I think because like I mean how I can see him like really doing well is because since what you said it's a hundred per bullet of his thing, he could buy light armor and four bullets of the deagle. And then you have a classic, a deagle, and you have light armor. So first round, there's no reason you should lose first round if you have a chamber. Yeah. You have a and chamber. then um then you could snowball off that. But I feel like what you have to place both of the teleporters, right? Yeah. So we can't like entry. But the thing is that his teleporters are comes with his ability. Uh, comes with them. You don't buy them. It comes with it. So oh, you, that's like his signature. That is, that's his so he TP gets that. Every, yeah, but you have to place each one of them individually. Yeah, you have to essentially. Uh, so that, like that's essentially you, what makes him a quote unquote sentinel. You, so you can't like entry with him. No. And he doesn't have flashes. He doesn't have a smoke or anything. No. So like, I don't know. I feel, and if he doesn't have crazy movement i feel like he's gonna be like people are gonna be like why don't i just play jet because i could entry and shit so you can oh or you can have a jet and a chamber so you have two ops in i one, guess you can have two ops yeah. in one round so i mean he seems like an agent that's gonna be annoying but not broken but i don't think he's gonna be able to replace like a cypher or a killjoy no uh actually physically holding down a site i don't think so because if you get someone who's ass and then they playing chamber and they can't hold a sight, all right, they go. It's a four v five. So, but then with killjoy, if you have someone who's ass but playing killjoy or cipher, at least they can do something and maybe hold them down for a little bit. So I think in a professional level, it's not gonna be as crazy. But when it comes to something like a um, like a ranked game, like anything like diamond or below, he's gonna be annoying. But anything above that, I don't think so. He's gonna be broken mm -hmm. per se. Because look at your everyone's like, oh, he can TP, he can flash, he can put fake footsteps, but then he's ass. Nobody plays him. He's like, in Masters 3, he had a, I think, he only was picked once. Like a 1% pick rate I think he only got picked once the whole time. And it was by, I think it was a Brazilian team. And then he got picked once. And then everyone's like, yeah, why would they pick him? And they fucking lost that round, uh, that map as well. Yeah. He's he's not that good. I think they- and, Like, remember when he came out and everyone's like, oh, this guy's busted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like- He's got a teleport, and he could he could flash and then teleport, and like by week two, everyone's like, "Wow, this kid's fucking dog." Yeah, because you can read his TP, and then that's what I'm thinking for Chamber. All right, you break one of his teleporters, where's he gonna teleport? Yeah, does that like does that recharge through the round? It recharges, but thing is, if you break it, and then he has to go place it again. But like, if he you just break it again, you could just keep breaking it. Then he's gonna be like, "All right, fuck this shit." Yeah, I don't think so. That's the issue because I. I think him as an agent, he's going to be like a C-tier agent where he's going to be like a wild card where in anything more than like meta. But when it mm -hmm. comes, but I want to see Yoru and Phoenix get buffed. They're, those two need to get buffed because you I think Phoenix needs to get buffed. I have not seen him picked at all because his flashes are so, you, his flashes make a lot of noise where you can like dodge away from it. His mollies are like, okay. His wall is like, all right. He's only good with his ult. The only thing is because he's also he can live twice. That is the only way. Uh, that is the only way he is a viable agent. Because mm -hmm. you, I, I was seeing in pro play, he was barely picked. He was only picked in Haven. That was the one map he was picked. Mm. But he, even then, he still struggles a little bit. So I think those agents. I don't think there's gonna be a major agent buff before champions, just because champions is in as of this recording two weeks from now. 
Okay. So him getting a buff or any any of those agents getting a buff or like a major buff or, or someone's getting a major nerf, it's going to be highly unlikely. Maybe like a minor. I think the only thing they need to fix with Phoenix is his flashes. Make it where like it's a KO where you can't even you can't even hear it. KO when he flashes, you can't even hear yeah. it. So you could just be holding something and then you're flashing and you're like, where the fuck was that? You know? Yeah. So I think that was the only thing he really needs like a major buff in. I don't see him anything else in it. Maybe make his heals faster. That's it. I don't even know about that. Yeah, so I think that was the yeah. only thing I could really see him try. Uh, that's the only thing I could see him viable in. Minus that, and now. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Well, essentially, that's uh, that's essentially all the Valorant news that I think I could think of and we could talk about. Bad for Elden Ring, though. I'm actually so fucking excited. You know, it's the streamers got beta key. Did you watch that? Yeah, they had a uh, a network test, but it was only on console. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, wait, you're already going to play it and, and controller. Um, yeah, but I don't have a console. <laughs> my X-Bone is under my bed here, and it's been there for like two years Which now. Which one? Wait, is this Xbox One? Yeah. <laughs> wait, have you not touched it? I, I literally haven't touched it since like 2017. <laughs> wait, what games do you have on it? Whatever's on that shelf over there. <laughs> I got the Dark Souls 2, 3. But you would have on PC. Yeah. <laughs> I bought them again on PC when I got this. Oh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> But I saw it. It looks good, though. I think a lot of people... It was mostly positivity. Everyone said it was, like, a really good game, but it doesn't come out till February, no? Yeah, they delayed it. Again? It, no, no, no. It was supposed to come out in January, and they delayed it to, like, what, February 22nd or something? Why did they delay it, but they're coming out with a beta test? I don't know. But yeah, I know. I mean, they started working on this game in 2016? It's they started working on it once... The last DLC for Dark Souls 3 came out. And then they have George R. R. Martin, who is the writer of Game of Thrones. Yeah. So you have his storytelling and his weirdness adding with Dark Souls creativity. And Dark Souls weirdness. Because, like, <laughs> you've never played a Dark Souls game before. I think right? I played the second one, which you said it was it's, fucking dog shit. It's not good. But, <laughs> like, dog shit. In, in Dark Souls, it, like, even though George R. R. Martin. Is like working on the story. How FromSoft like tells the story in their games is they don't tell you anything besides like there's an opening cutscene, and you find out things about the world by reading item descriptions. So they don't. You're go. You like you go. So like it seems like they have more NPCs and stuff in Elden Ring. So mm -hmm. you're gonna be able to piece it together a bit more. But like mo like people played Dark Souls one. And they're like, I don't know, like, why I just killed all those people and why yeah. and what I did, you know? And then Dark Souls 2. Dark Souls 2's story has nothing to do with, like, the actual story of Dark Souls. Then what is it? Is it, like, a prequel? No. Wait, then what is it about? It's, like, stupid. <laughs> like, like, they have a different studio that worked on for... Or a different game director. There's a director worked that Worked on it. 2, but... Then he came back for 3? Then the guy who directed one came back for three, and that's why people like three. Is he is, is the same director going for Elden Ring? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Because I saw one of the bosses where he like it was like a mini boss where like he's just it's a titan just walking around randomly. You oh, can, are you talking about? Yeah, like the giant that just kind of walks around. Yeah, he just walks around randomly, and then you can you can fight him if you want to, or you choose not to. Yeah, which is like I like that option, or. 
I saw one where they were in a forest, right? And it's like, he's an obvious boss, but you can sneakily walk around him. Mm-hmm. Or if you want, you can't fight him. But they're like, I think they don't really tell you, but they're like, it kind of gives you hints like, hey, you're going to fucking struggle if you fight him now. Yeah. Essentially. Because- oh, I mean, that's how like, really Dark Souls 1 is more like this than, uh, I guess 2 is like this to an extent. Mm-hmm. Where the game doesn't tell you where you should go. It kind of just funnels you in a direction by if you wander in the wrong direction, things kill you in one shot. So you're like, oh, I don't think I'm strong enough to go here. And mm-hmm. you, it kind of pushes you in the other direction. And like you who like plays the game with less are like, I know. I can well, I mean, it. like I've played Dark Souls 1 and 3 so many times that like I like I play, I don't level health. I was just like, if I don't get why does it matter how much health I have if I just don't get hit? Yeah. <laughs> they can't kill me if they can't hit me. Yeah. Right, essentially. I'm excited, but... Uh, did you pre-order it yet or no? No, but I'm gonna. <laughs> like, I was I was gonna get the game regardless, but I wanted to wait till gameplay came out, and then I saw all the gameplay that they released for the beta, and, like, all the big, like, streamers, and or big Dark Souls YouTubers were like, the game's fire. <laughs> no, yeah. Because they're like, it takes elements from Sekiro, Dark Souls, and Bloodborne and kind of merges them. Like, they're like, this is like the FromSoft magnum opus. Yeah, where it's like, um, they took a lot of creativity from them. Mm-hmm. Essentially. And apparently it's like open world, so like, if you see it's, a mountain, you can go to that mountain. Yeah, it's totally open world. It's gonna fucking... I have to actually delete a lot of shit just to get space for that. It's gonna be like yeah. a huge. Ga- it's gonna be a huge ass game. Yeah. Essentially, it's gonna be huge. So, essentially, uh, that's gonna be fun to play. Uh, any other news you got in mind? I don't think so. Oh, uh, all right. Well, that's it for the Inting podcast. Uh, we'll see you guys next episode. Hopefully, with no more news. Well, no more news. More news. I mean, shit. You said no more news. Did I say no more. We're news? not talking about news anymore. Alright, so this is the last episode of the Instant Podcast. I'll see you guys later.